Welcome to episode eight of Watch Cringe. My name is Brendan. Hey, it's still Jay and uh, episode eight. Uh. I was very, very excited to do this episode. We've been thinking about it for a while. This is quite exciting, actually. Um, we worked pretty hard on this. Yeah, we worked a long I, time on this. So. I hope that it comes across as entertaining. And, and you know, I, I would say a little bit inf- informational, informative, yeah, right? What yeah. would you call us? Like the Fox News of Watch of Watch mm, World. Pull back. Maybe not Fox <laughs> News, but definitely infotaining. Infotaining. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. Um So what's you want to do the wrist check oh, real quick? Fuck. We actually remembered wrist check. Yeah. Okay. Uh wrist check is a cheap Loris quartz watch, which I had um ATX watches check out because uh, I didn't realize Vlad shop. Did yeah, uh Vlad from episode Three, I think. I think vintage. Three. Yeah, the three vintage. Four. The vintage guy. The vintage who had the dude. black long. Yeah, the black long. Uh, the one who not had, the condition, but the watch. Yeah, the one who had the kids as uh, slave workers. Yeah, that one. Um, that's really cool. So it's got a little Mickey Mouse going on there. Correct. And uh, um, yeah, it's his hands. It's 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 a cool Loris. I mean, whatever. But that's kind of small dick news compared to uh what we finally have on Brendan's wrist. Ladies and gentlemen. Everyone, brace yourselves. I have the news of the century. I finally uh-huh. got Fuck. Okay. the Pepsi, baby. Woo! 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 I got the Pepsi. I have it on my wrist. It's been on there for days. I haven't taken showers. Wait. Yeah, it's because he doesn't like showering with watches on. It Be- is and which, beautiful. By the way, we learned from level 40. You're not it's supposed actually, to be doing... You're not supposed to. So I want to give a big shout out to my ad to our AD, to our ad but yeah. they don't want it to be named they don't want the store to be named for privacy purposes but if you want to figure out who we went through and who, who definitely has your back and our backs as enthusiasts enthusiasts yeah um, because the 80s listen there's some bad ones out there uh-huh. but these guys are vetted they're great they're I, good people i trust them they're, they're good people they are they are solid dudes Hundred percent. They yeah. I, they made my day. I am still every time I look at this watch, I'm like blown away. I'm like having like. I want to give you guys an idea of how much this guy loves this watch. Every time we get on a call, even not even on a fucking call, even when we're just playing video games, he asks for some for everyone in the room to compliment the watch. Everyone, everyone. before we do any fucking thing. Yeah, before you you want me to play in this game with you. Comment on the wedge, the and I get on video call with and him and you make know him look at it. What's fucking funny too is that he brings my wife in. He's like, "Hey, hey is Jane there? Can yep, make her. My watch? I know she's in the house. Get her involved too." <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, can Rye? Yep, Rye, and the, and your brother, Christian, everyone, dude, everyone. My, Rye's my kid. He's like, why is Uncle Brendan so weird? Well, it's that's what happens to a man that just looks at watches all the time hey, in, his, uh, in his room." Can you look at the time? Tell me what time it is. It's no. eight. Not what you were saying earlier when we were out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, okay. uh, go ahead. Check again. Uh, the time is that we're rich. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying I'm not rich. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, this thing is amazing. I'm never going to sell it. 
Even if someone offered like a crap ton of money, I'm telling him. He said, yeah. F off. Can you guys imagine this? He said no to to 50K. No to 60. Yep. Yes to 75. Okay. That I might think about. That one I might think about. But yeah, because it's, it's, you can't. For me, going in there and having the experience, the experience yeah. and ha- knowing that it, it's like registered to me, like so the receipt, all of that, it's like mine. You know, it's like I, I that's what I care about the yeah. most. So I'm not selling this. It's a shame that it's not um, ATX Ripped World. Oh my god, should we bring that up? Yeah, a little bit funny. So I bought a Corona. I was a lucky, lucky little badger, old lucky dog. But when it when the drop came on the website, I panicked and I just auto filled everything. And I used to have a little uh, gym equipment business called Ripped World. There's ATX. another fucking story, by the way, that For makes no- it that I actually have spoken to Brendan before I have before we met yeah we'll leave that for leave another, that for another episode. episode but we so i filled it in as a business name and my actually my friend bought one too so we got him shipped at the same time but because my autofill had my business name into it and this is what pure hunch i'm getting charged uh customs like duty so i had to pay 125 bucks and my friend didn't have to pay anything so i'm a little pissed about that but every time i look on the on the at the pepsi everything's a-okay A-okay. Shout out again to RAD. Come through. Hey, you know who you are. Yep. I, I, you should know who you are. Maybe not because I gave you about 60 milligrams of an edible. Okay. Okay. We definitely have to keep that on our wraps now, their identity. And I just want to tell you, too, uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, my family, my, my community uh, <laughs> appreciates family. the school system here, appreciates that, everything, all, all of You the, are the backbone of America. You are the backbone of America. <laughs> okay. So why are we excited about this episode? So Jay? this episode is actually Brendan's brainchild. This is something that he had been pitching before we even had the podcast. Um before we started, this was something that he's like, dude, I want to do this. It seems like it'll be so much fun. And I was like, little weird that because I just met this guy. And uh I am excited. I too am gonna say I am extremely excited. We worked extremely hard for the script. We're, as you guys should know by now, episode eight, we're pretty retarded. Yeah, we don't know stuff. We don't script. We don't yeah. know anything. We, 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 when we have guests, we, we, we're like, we're like, oh, man, we're obligated to come up with some questions. Yeah. And we'll come up with some stuff, some Hell, good stuff. You guys are even a part of some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I remember we had to Instagram live. We had a we crowdsource like, question. Crowdsource questions. Thanks to all of you guys. But this one was all us. This was not all us. Yeah. 100% contained <clears throat> in a room for like the entirety of Saturday. We yeah. spent the entire Saturday, Saturday together crafting this. Yeah. In a room. Hot. Sweaty. So this is basically our edition of SNL for watches. Skits. skits. Pure skits of uh, important horological... Important uh, is a loose, very loose term that we're using. That's, yeah, um, events. Yeah. But, um, but actually, hold on. One thing that I do want to say is um, thank, like, I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you. We hit 200 people on Instagram. Woo! But one of them unfollowed when we what posted a, that. It's so funny. I posted that on the fucking story. Hey, thanks to all of you guys. I appreciate you. One of you actually unfollowed us. Yeah. Which honestly You got think us you to can laugh. hurt us? We have Pepsi now, dude. Oh. We can do anything and not get hurt. We just look at a wrist. Oh. Ooh, Pepsi's there. Hey, what time is it? Mm, rich. <laughs> okay. So um just kidding. We're gonna uh, move on with the episode <laughs> and oh sorry, the mic. Okay, right. we're gonna move on to the episode. And I'm right. gonna Go ahead and preface 
this episode um, by reading a disclaimer. A heads up, seven up. Uh, all characters and events in this episode skits, even those based on real people, are entirely fictitious, uh, including the accents that we are going to be using. And I will repeat that again. Please. All characters and events in this episode's skits, even those based on real people, are entirely fictitious, even the accents. Especially the accents. Especially the accents. <clears throat> so uh, for episode eight, we want to bring you guys... SNL-ish. The year is 1970, and three American astronauts have embarked on a space mission to install a research module on the moon. This reenactment, astronauts Fred Hayes, Jack Swigert, and Captain Jim Lovell are two days into the mission when a critical failure occurs on board their spacecraft. The will of humanity is tested by the hardships and tribulations of the Apollo 13 crew. In the end, it was a trusty Omega Speedmaster that helped the Apollo 13 crew course correct back to Mother Earth. The date is April 13th, 1970. The location? Somewhere in space. Apollo 13, this Houston. What a scheduled reminder. It's about lunchtime, just a heads up. Houston, this is Jack Swigert. I hope it's not that spicy Tex-Mex. Didn't seem to agree with Jim's stomach last night. <laughs> it's Thai food this time. Houston, we're on course. We no longer need to do that post-launch flight adjustment. Apollo 13, this is Houston again. Course looks great. One more item for y'all. Just want to remind y'all that you ain't stirred your cryo tanks yet. Thanks for the reminder, Houston. Please stand by. Standing by. There is a large explosion sound in the service module. Say that again, please. I said I think a Jim just did a massive diary shit in the service room. <sighs> Roger, Dad. We've got some instrument funnies, and we wanted to do a hardware reset. Okay. What about Jim? What about Jim? Houston. What about Jim? I need you to calm down, Apollo 13. Uh, I need you to do the hardware reset. We need to know what's going on. Okay. Okay. Stand by, Houston. Stand by. Jack Swigert enters the service module to reset the hardware, but finds an ungodly scene. Oh my god! Oh my god, there's shit everywhere! He shit so hard that he blacked out! I had to drag him out, Houston! I had to drag him out like a numb! Roger, we think it's a bigger problem than that. Come again, Houston! Come again, you said bigger problem? Oh my god! Houston, there's a huge hole in the surface room wall. Oh my god, Houston. Roger that, Apollo 13. Uh, we've got the AGS light showing. Okay, what the fuck does that mean, Houston? It kind of means a Texas-sized problem. Just tell me the 
fucking what it is, okay, Houston? Jim is suffocating in his feces right now. What the fuck is going on? AGS is the abortion guidance system. It means that there is a major system fault. We determined that Jim's flatulence <laughs> was so acidic that it bled into the oxygen tanks. During the tank rotation, the Teflon shield sparked and exploded on this added pressurized gas. You are missing about two-thirds. That's a whole lot of oxygen tanks and half your fuel is gone. Houston? I think I just pulled the gym. I'm now completely soaked in chunks as well. Apollo 13, just breathe. I need to calm down. Like George Strait said, everything will be alright. Roger that. I just took a lot of Clonopin too. We're good right now, homie. We're good. That's alright, Apollo 13. Now, I'm gonna need you to do me a favor. And what's that, Houston? I'll do anything. I'm we're, calm down. We're gonna have to do the Michael Jordan. Who the fuck is that? What do you... You know what? Don't worry about it. We need to slingshot the fucking aircraft. The only thing is, your craft is off not 70? Let me let me just make sure I see the fucking thing right. 70 nautical miles from course. Now, can you time the boosters about 14 seconds to course correct? Houston, the control system is down to a lack of voltage. I can't time it properly right now. Hmm. Now, Jack Swigert. I need to know, do you still have your Omega Speedmaster? <laughs> That's a big 10-4, Houston! And I got it at a 20% discount. By God, I done heard of that. That never happened with Rolex. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm good friends with the AT. Perfect. Now, we're gonna use that some bitch to time this, alright? I don't know, Houston. That sounds a little complicated. I'm super high off these fucking Klonopins right now. Jack. Them engine rooms is fucked. Okay, well, we just unfuck you like the engine room, Houston. Can't do that, Jack. Proceed to carry Jim and uh, whatever the fuck the other dude's name is into the lunar module. We need to ditch the control module. <laughs> Stand by, Houston. Astronauts Jack Swigert and Fred Hayes carried the incapacitated Captain Jim Level out of the control module and entered the lunar module. They eject away from the rest of the craft and swing around the moon to propel themselves back to Earth. The lunar module only has enough resources to carry two lives for two days, but they require resources for three people over four days. Times are tough aboard the Apollo 13. Houston, this is Apollo 13. We are nearing Earth now. Houston, but uh... Jim's getting a little delirious with the lack of water, food, and oxygen. Can you suggest something to do, sir? Hmm. Give me a fucking moment, kid. Alright. Sorry. Uh, my wife called. Apollo 13? This is Houston again. You need to time the boosters now. <laughs> that's a big 10-4. Stand by, Houston. I don't know how that's gonna help Jim being a lack of food and water oxygen, but I'll do what you say, Houston. Shit. Houston, we got another problem. Our fuel's depleted now. That's not fucking good, Jack. How, how, how in God's green earth did this happen to y'all? I don't know. Between the shit and the Tex-Mex and the oxygen is exploding, I don't know what the hell's going on in this ship. I think aliens are taking over. 
Houston, what do we do now? Now I need you to do me one big favor, son. This is not just for me, but this is for fucking America. Goddamn. God bless America. God bless fucking America. Now, does Jim still have any gas Negative. in him? Negative. Oh, okay. Alright. Now I need to know. Do you still have any of them Tex-Mex meals? Positive. But not COVID positive. Jack, come again? I wasn't sure I heard you right. You said COVID? Sorry, I thought we were referencing future shit again. And also, I like dad jokes. Okay, alright, son. Listen to me closely, Jack. I'm gonna need you to do me another big favor. Okay, Houston. This listen. one you might enjoy. Okay. Um, I need you to force feed Jam with Tex-Mex, like they do in French with them ducks while making four-week grass. <laughs> Roger. I used to do that back in college to some of the newbies trying to get into our fraternity. Stand by, Houston. Roger. Okay, Houston. He's had major intake. By goddamn. Let's do this then. Stick him out the window and have him off gas for 14 seconds. Now, this is a crucial part. And this is probably going to be in the history books of horology. I don't even know what that is. Time it with the Omega Speedmaster Professional. Reference number 310.30.42.50.01.001. Godspeed, son. Godspeed and God bless you, Houston. Let's I'm going to be timing this with my Omega Speedmaster Professional. Reference number 310.30.42.50.01.001. I don't know if that's the Sapphire case or not, but I'm still timing it. Sorry, son, I wasn't sure what you said. Sapphire, what what the what in God's world are you talking about? Fuck, if I don't know. Mission accomplished. We're back in the ocean now. Let's go, America. America. This next story takes place in 1969 and showcases the beginning of what is now known as the Quartz Crisis. And this story... We imagine how Seiko launches an attack on the Swiss watchmaking industry with their new quartz watch, the Astron. We also highlight the response by many Swiss watchmaking companies, and in particular, Zenith. Listen closely and enjoy the show. The date is January 10th, 1969 at Zenith headquarters. They just announced to the world of their El Primero, the first automatic chronograph. However, there is noise of impending doom. Mr. Zenith, sir, we just heard that the Japanese are making a new movement. What are you talking about? We have the world's first automatic chronograph, you idiots! Sir, I think this is different. <laughs> different? Hey, pathetic. Elegant lip tried this in the 50s. Who wants to watch with the fucking battery? Get the fuck out of my office, you fucking intern! Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. The story shifts to Christmas Eve, where the Seiko Empire plans its assault on the mechanical watchmaking industry. They discuss when and what price they will release a watch they had been developing for 10 years. A Seiko-san! After 10 years, the preparations are finally ready, sir. Very good, sir. Need a name. Have you come up with one? Ah, yes. A Mitsubishi Monster, sir. No, 
Hey, uh, soy Tokyo Toys. Oh. Uh, robotics Tokyo Master Jimmy! Very good, but not good enough. Those are not good enough. We shall name it after the stars in the cosmos. Favorite anime, Astro Boy. We will call it Astron. You are a genius, Seiko-san. You are a genius. Thank you, Inten-san. But how will we be charging for this marvel? You know the car? The family-sized sedan? Yes, Seiko-san, yes! We will charge the price of a Toyota. Hey! Corora! Hey, you are a genius, Seiko-san! Absolutely brilliant! Oh, when should we release this? When should we release it? On the white man's special day, when fat man in a... Red Suta, come and give presents to the rich kids and none to the starving children. We will release on Kurismasu. Oh, yes. Yes, Seiko-san. Yes. For Hiroshima. Back at Zenith's headquarters, post the release of the Seiko Astron, sales are being decimated. Stores are being closed. The scene looks grave. Mr. Zenith, sir, we've got the latest results on the field. Sales are down across the board. Ha! Now see, the problem with people, with the people is the neophytes, sir. Oh, I am sorry, sir. Quickly! Dispose of all of watchmaking equipment. Do it now. Sell it on Craigslist. Sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Do it now. Get out of my fucking face. Okay, sir. Yes, sir. But I actually hit it instead. That fateful day came when American Zenith Radio Company, the owners of Zenith, ordered the dismantling of the watchmaking facilities and to have all equipment be sold off. But a visionary named Charles Vermeu, who was, at the time, just a senior engineer at Zenith, wrote back to the Chicago headquarters in America. He pleaded with them to store away the machinery instead of selling it. He believed the 3019 PHC was a monumental caliber and that automatic watches would not die off. Corporate denied his request, but Vermeu secretly defied the orders and meticulously stored all of the equipment in the attic of the Pont de Martel facility, and along with fully detailed procedures on how to produce the El Primero caliber. Then, in the 1980s, Ebel and Rolex both reignited the interest of the 3019 PHC caliber and invested in Zenith's prestigious movement. Luckily, Charles Vamou was there to lead Zenith back to the Holy Grail and start up shop once again. This next story takes place in 2015 in the beautiful state of Texas. It is the story of two gentlemen who went up against all the odds. These men are named Manthony and Arco and were incarcerated for DWIs. This is a story about how two industrious men made something for themselves when the world stood in their way. 
The scene starts at the Hutchins State Penitentiary jail cell, where two gentlemen discuss their futures. You know what, Arco? This place sucks. I wish I had some hooch right now. Oh, yeah, you're right, Manthony. You know what, though? I found some moldy bread in the trash. Give me your underwear and I can make some Primo drink in the toilet. Fuck yeah, I love how you make that Primo for me, man. Yeah, thanks, An thanks, Anthony. Man, I can't believe we're out of here tomorrow. Give me some of that protein drink. I want to do some fucking crazy-ass fucking bench presses right now. You're a beast, bro. Damn, I can't wait to drink and drive again tomorrow. Yeah, bro. I'm so excited for us to start over. The story fast-forwards a week after release, and the guys are pumping iron at a gym. <laughs> You got this, bro. You got this. This lightweight. This lightweight, bro. You got this. You got this. You're such a beast, bro. Wow, EC4 plates. Wow, you're a freak. Man, this sucks. I can't get a job because it's a fucking record. Yeah, man, I feel you. You know, though, I know some shit about Frankenstein Rolexes. Oh, yeah? What the fuck is that? Oh, it's just some shit about watches. Huh. Speaking of watches, I found this little dinky thing here in the locker room. I think some old dude left it. Is it worth anything? Oh, fuck, man. That's a Breitling Navitimer. I think that's probably worth around $500. No fucking way. 500 bucks? Yeah, 500 smackaroos, Manthony. Fuck, Arco. I think I just got an idea, bro. It's a son of a bitch to get a job, right? Yeah, it is. I'm listening. If we can make that much off of one watch, why don't we become professional watch dealers? I don't know, man. You think people would trust hundreds of thousands of dollars to two felons? Fuck, I would. Seems a little far-fetched, but we would need a name. You're right. If we're going to do this, we need a name. That's How... what I said. How about time, peace? J dandies Time, Time peace, peace dandies. dandies Three years pass. The store is doing some sales. They had some success. But something's been happening lately. Fuck. Hey Arco! I got a beautiful fucking idea, bro. Yeah, what you got for me, Manthony? Hold on, let me work out some curls real quick. God, <clears throat> you're so good and so <clears throat> muscular. <clears throat> Our sales are probably down because we have a shitty store. Yeah, it does suck here. It smells. Yeah. I was driving around in the Lambo, and I saw there's a new place that opened up down on Main Street. What's open up there, bro? Wow. You were driving the Lambo again. <laughs> I do that sometimes. It's a rental, but, like, I like to show that shit off sale. You know what I'm saying? Anthony, man. We barely keep the lights on. Without money, what? Are, I don't know how we're going to end up paying for this. <laughs> Don't worry, I got that too, Arco. You do? Yeah. You're always so brilliant, Manthony, <laughs> with your big muscles. Yeah, thanks. What about we start a VIP service? What do you mean, VIP service? Check it. We take two grand off people, and we promise that we'll sell them watches at wholesale prices. Is that even possible? <laughs> Anything's fucking possible, bro. Fuck, bro, you are absolutely brilliant, and you got such big muscles. Give me that protein shake. Hell yeah. Things have changed. 
at the Timepiece Dandies. They have a new store, and they're relatively successful. Hey, Arco! How are sales going? We alright? Actually, pretty freaking good, Manthony. But can I real talk with you for just a minute? Sure. What do you got on your mind, brother? Man, you know, I appreciate the time we spent in prison. And I really enjoy hanging out with you and all. But, you know, I bet you feel the same. I freaking hate working, man. Since we got out of prison, it's been pretty good. But honestly, it would be nice if we just didn't need to work. You're, you're reading my mind like a fucking book, Arco. I got another idea. It'll be surely good for both you and me and our brand. Dang, for the timepiece dandies? That's damn right, son. You are a brilliant son of a gun. Listen, Arco, come here. We gotta keep it tight. Keep it close. Prevent it from leaking out. That's like when we were in prison. So real quick, Arco. How much net worth do we have between VIP prices, consignment, all that shit? Honestly, I'd say close to a couple milli. And most definitely enough for us to retire in the Cayman Islands. Fuck it, man. Let's just ghost people. Close the doors, delete social media, the whole nine yards. We're taking everything. And if they say anything, we flip the switch. And we said we did it for charity and publicity. We got a backdoor on way out. Anthony, you son of a bitch. You are an absolute genius and marketing wizard. The timepiece dandies went back on their plan. And they are still operating a luxury watch business. Those were our three stories. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to yeah. Real Life. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I mean, we sure as fuck enjoyed doing the episode. Yeah, that was honestly one of the best Saturdays I've had. And So we got a little yeah, sloppy. Great. We it did was, get a little sloppy. We got a little sloppy, bit. but, but hope- you, you're here for that. Yeah. You're here because exactly. we're sloppy. Because you're probably sloppy too at this point. So now... I would like for y'all to, uh, I don't know why I'm doing the fucking accent still. Jesus. Jesus, holy shit. Let me remove myself from that scene. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I do want you guys is to, like, just let us know if you. Give us some feedback. feedback. If you want to see this again, if you have any ideas, if you want to come on and be an actor. Actor. If you also want, like, skits that you think we should be doing because they're hilarious or they're good. Hell, like the like LVMH getting another exclusive last final nautilus oh my god there's like i feel like there's always like oh one more oh one more oh it's one so more. fucked up dude they said that's the final one uh again thanks guys i hope you guys gave this a a listen and if you're here still at the end if you're here at the end i want you to comment on our page uh what me... you thought was the funniest part in that skit what was your fi- favorite part of that skit? yeah which of those skits? Oh, which which skit you like the most and why is it the fucking apollo 13 yeah, because that really was the one that fucked hard. Yeah, honestly, I lost my shit. A little bit of uh, Trailer Park Boys. A little bit of Trailer Park Boys in there. A little bit of uh, just, just whatever. Jane, Jane, Jane and Brandon. Brandon. Hey, do we have an ASMR to close off the show? No, but we do have a sponsor that we need to thank. Um, We're going to go ahead and thank our sponsor. Which NASA. Is, yeah, NASA. Thank for you. For giving us all the transcripts. We yeah. did actually. They actually did give us the transcripts. So lines from Apollo 13 
are actually directly pulled from Omega. Yeah. Well, not Omega, sorry, not Omega. NASA, from NASA. Well, like 5% of them. But there is still But there. it's crafted around, it's around scaffolded it. around the truth. General idea. Yeah. For for the Apollo So again, one. thank you, NASA. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, NASA. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Houston. Uh, let me see what else. Thank you, Hutchins State Penitentiary. Yes, that was a great uh, prison. I might have to... to Go there next uh, and, summer for vacation. And lastly, we'll do ASMR on the watch wind of the that's Pepsi, right. I think. That's right. Here is his Pepsi. Can't hear Just, it. How about the bezel click? There's... How, how about the bracelet squeaking? Bracelet squeaking. Or just the jangle of the bracelet. That's so fucking lame. How about closing the bracelet? The bracelet, there's a clasp click. Close the fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. Hey, it's been great. We'll we, see uh, you next week. See you again. We're going to try to do these three times a month now. Yeah, right? we're going to push for three times a month. But, you know, both of us are busy people. Like, uh, we like playing video games a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. what. Uh, also, if you play Super People or PUBG, reach out. Yeah. We, we might be teamed up with Shroud, but, like, we yeah. can make room for you. Yeah, we'll make room for you. All right, make guys. Take it easy. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.